Hey guys, I want to start out this um, episode by talking about a movie that just came out that I saw or well bought. I bought it on uh, Amazon Prime. It's called Spine of Night, and uh, if you guys like heavy metal and if you like psychedelics, uh, this is uh, the perfect movie. <laughs> it was. Uh, it's very. It's very hardcore, um, but it's very. It's very heavy metal like kind of going in sections and a story through time you know but it's got a single bad guy and very psychedelic in nature basically they're taking a they're eating a plant or using a plant to uh basically perform magic so it's uh it's very interesting it's uh uh it was a very fun little movie so just wanted to tell you guys about that um, second thing I want to talk about real quick is, uh, I'm sorry I did not realize the audio was so bad for that last episode. Um, I don't know what happened. I thought I recorded that like normal, um, but maybe I had put a setting on my phone or something like that, but my, the audio should not have been that bad, so I'm not really for sure why it was. Um, and I, I just kind of found that out only about a week ago. Um, I was really sick, but we did get, uh, two more trips in, me and the girl, and so that's what we'll go over for the, for the day, uh, two trip reports, basically. <clears throat> so the first one, uh, the first trip report, uh, I, I had, uh, I actually have a different, different types of, uh, mushrooms right now than I usually have. Uh, usually, right, I have the, the standard ones that I've told you guys about, the Mazatex, Amazons, Golden Teachers. Right now, what we have are, we have Tidal Waves and Enigmas. Now, the Tidal Waves and the Enigmas are a lot stronger, a lot, lot stronger than, um, my old, the old types that I had before. And so, what it basically is, is, is we have to take a lot less um, we take a lot less, but then we get just as high as we were on the other ones. So basically like three grams of this stuff is equivalent to like five or six grams of the old stuff. And um, so what we did on this first trip, both this was a trip where both me and the girl tripped together. Um, and uh, she took 1.5, I believe, one or 1.5 about the equivalent of her taking a 2.5 or a 3 gram trip and then I took about I think I took 2.5 is about what I took so figure about the same as me taking a 4 to 4.5 gram trip somewhere around there that's what it felt like um it was easily the trip was easily within my control and I was I stayed grounded the majority of the trip um because on on this trip um the girlfriend went uh went a lot further she went a lot further than me on this one um she was having some pretty strong visuals but um so how it started out though uh, we were in the camper as usual um the this is our new new trip room <laughs> it's our new trip room is the camper and um we were at a we were at a location um a specific park that's on the lake but we had a nice 
private spot in the woods like um our spot was and i, I kind of do this when i when i go around you know to different campgrounds is i i choose a spot that's going to be you know a little more isolated a little more pretty uh, back in the woods you know um so that's what this place was it was very it was at the end of a giant cul-de-sac and there were no other campers or camp or camping spots around us at all um it was just right out in the middle of the woods very very pretty and uh so the girl the girl and i take the mushrooms and um you know we we got to be careful now to make sure that we stay inside because that one trip where i where i did end up going outside and down to the lake but she sat on the couch and for the most part i stood and walked around the center of um of the camper uh every once in a while i was sitting on the ground laying on the ground i think that's my new (laughs) my new favorite spot to be is kind of on the ground i don't know i don't know why but uh yeah both of these last two trips uh that was something that was kind of even the trip before that too the one where i did actually leave and go down to the lake i mean while i was inside the camper um you know before i went down to the lake i was i was on the ground and so i think it's uh i think it's something something psychologically i got going on right now where um where i'm wanting to stay grounded i guess is i guess that's the way to put it i'm not really for sure how to put it but uh certainly i'm wanting to stay grounded um okay so on this trip, on this first trip with the girl, I ended up, uh, I put on the music, and what I put on was just our usual playlist of, it's like the 80s, 90s rock, you know, light rock, really light, like fluffy rock, it's it's very mainstream kind of rock, The just the easiest listening, you know, that it's the kind of music you find in department stores basically i mean you know I, it's it's heavily selected by me and um it's a couple it's 100 probably 150 songs or something like that or 100 100 to 150 songs somewhere in there and we're listening to it and the trip starts off mostly i'm talking i, I did a lot of talking on this trip and I'm just talking about just some generic Christian ideas, you know, just the fundamentalist stuff that's in the Bible, you know, and just kind of debating them and and explaining to the girlfriend what a lot of these mainstream ideas, what they mean and how they work and, you know, putting together the picture there and everything. She knows it's it's all stuff mostly she knows anyways already and, and we've talked about a lot of this stuff already. So I was just it was just kind of the direction I wanted to go. I was kinda of wanting to explore a little deeper into the fundamental side and see if there was something I missed or, you know, if there's uh somewhere else to go in there that that yeah something that was missed basically basically i was looking for something that was missed now for me i was having a grand uh, grand old time you know hi um but uh time was flowing normal for me um the songs you know and where i was at was was good now the girlfriend on the other (laughs) 
and she was, um, she would be sitting up, you know, listening to me, talking a little bit, and then she'd kind of lay down, and she'd be gone and out for a couple seconds here and there, and then, um, it kept kind of happening like that. She was, um, slow, she was very slow, very sluggish, um, she said her body felt tired, um, what ended up happening this is kind of interesting this is this is this was pretty heavy this was this is pretty big a song ended up coming on and me and all the songs that we were listening to were fine and then all of a sudden this song came on and it's a song that while I'm sober I used to like but me and her could both hear something underneath it something underneath the song um I don't know. I don't know if... Basically, what I want to end up calling is... I want to say the song ended up being demonic. So, I'm I'm sitting there. I'm on the ground. And, and the song comes on. And I make mention of it. Oh, hey, look. You know, it's this song. And I start... I start kind of, you know... Like, tapping my foot to the beat. And start kind of singing it. And something just starts grating. Coming out of the song. Some sort of, like, feeling... It was very dark. It was a very dark feeling. It's something I wasn't feeling at first. I wasn't feeling before. Some some type of... I don't know. Basically, yeah, like there's like a, a spirit of the song. And it's not a good spirit. It ended, it ended up being a bad spirit. Uh, basically, as I, I'm sitting there, like I said, at first I'm talking about God and everything like that. I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling good. And as the song comes on as it's playing you know all of a sudden my thoughts like i start getting pictures and images in my head that are really bad and horrific and uh kind of violent in nature and things like that and i immediately recognized it and i immediately was like oh shit that's not good you know what i mean like where did that come from why is it why in the world did i just have that picture in my head and the song also kind of like pulled me down and like held me down on the ground it was it was it was weird i couldn't quite get up as quick as i wanted to get up to to turn off the song i ended up crawling across the floor pulling myself up to my computer and uh, turning the song off and <clears throat> it's like as i was on the ground listening to the song it's like the song was increasing in volume just like constantly like in until it was just completely enveloping the room and i was like whoa what the heck is going on um there's like a specific like chorus part that that plays and uh when it started playing man now the whole time the girl's kind of like freaking out too she's not moving around or anything like that but she, you could just see that she's like tensing up and she's kind of like getting confused and worried and stuff like that and um so i pull myself up and i turn off the song <laughs> and then so then the weird part that comes after that is i spent the next probably half an hour 15 minutes to half an hour trying to find the song to delete it off the playlist but i couldn't find it <laughs> I started at the bottom of the playlist, worked my way all the way to the top, couldn't find it, went all the way back down from the top to the bottom, couldn't find it, couldn't find this song, 
um, to delete it off the playlist. And I just, I kept looking and I, I walked away from it for a second from my computer, came back to it, tried again, tried to look for it again, tried to delete it again, couldn't, <laughs> couldn't find it, <laughs> kept looking. Um, and I started to become obsessed with it. I'm like, oh my God, I've got to get rid of this song. This song is hiding from me. It knows that I want to delete it. And so it's hiding from me and it's trying to avoid being deleted from my playlist because it wants to stay in the playlist. Um, yeah, I was absolutely convinced that the song was demonic and had a spirit and, uh, yeah, and I, I was absolutely convinced I needed to get rid of it. Now, talking to the girl afterwards, <clears throat> now this is, this is, I, I talked to her afterwards to figure out what she had seen and what she had experienced and, um, yeah, the song was very evil to her too. Um, it definitely stood out and was, um, not a good song when she said that before it happened before the song came on and when the song came on that she was seeing something over me she was seeing a uh an aberration a spirit or something over me um an entity maybe or something like that that was in front of me or something like that or looking through me or whatever however you want to put it however you want to say it but she looked at me and she saw an entity and the entity she describes as being somewhat like it looked like a snake is what she said it looked kind of like uh the face of a of a snake a serpent or something like that and uh and she said it was like smiling and winking at her but she kind of says it was uh she said it, it seemed kind of ominous, you know, not not in, incredibly frightening, but uh, definitely creepy-ish kind of, I guess. It's, it's hard to describe. I, I guess I really need to get her on here to have her talk about what it looked like to her a little bit more in depth. The point is, that's what she saw, though. She was seeing, like, some sort of snake over me. And then, um, so anyways, I got the music finally deleted it took me forever to find it like i said it took me probably 15 minutes to half an hour i found the song deleted it once it was deleted um there was a big sigh of relief and i went back to relaxing and everything went over sat on the ground in front of uh you know the girlfriend she's sitting on the couch and she's kind of just holding on and just kind of feeling things and whatnot and we're just talking, we're talking, um, talking about God, talking about Jesus, talking about, you know, just Bible stuff. And so at this point in time, this was another, this is the next big thing that happened. Um, I guess there was really only two big things that happened on this trip, but this was, this was pretty big. Um, like on past trips, we could, we felt something approaching, an entity, all right? That's what I like to call it. I like to call it an entity. Basically, there's something big that's approaching from a direction. In this case, it happened to be approaching from behind her. And it comes forward, this thing, whatever it is, it comes from behind her, it comes forward, and it settles on her. Now, speaking to her afterwards, she also felt the same thing. She felt something come from behind her comes up to her and settles on her now 
What happens to when these ha- when these things happen during our trips? I immediately start describing what I see. That way we can figure out what it is, or maybe I need maybe I need to figure out what it is or something like that. So I start describing it. So what I saw was an old Native American woman. Um, she was skinny and. She had one, she had black hair, gray and black hair, and she had one long feather, just one, just one feather hanging down in her hair across uh, one of her cheeks. It was her left side, technically. Uh, yeah, I was looking, looking at her, and it was on her left side, this one feather that was hanging down. Now, as I'm looking at her... The woman, as I felt her, this Native American spirit or entity or whatever you want to say it is, she had, um, she seemed old, she seemed really old, and she seemed wise, but she also seemed like she had a little bit, I don't know, like she was holding on to something in her past, and that kind of seemed like why she was like in the area you know like while she was in those woods or that forest you know where the camper was parked it seemed like she was holding on to something and she couldn't let go of it or something like that so i chose you know i chose to just kind of be nice as i was feeling this whatever it is this um emotion coming off of her um I sit there and I said, oh, you know, it's an old, wise woman, Native American woman. That's why I said out loud. And um, so the girlfriend, um, she felt pretty much the same thing. She says post afterwards, she said she felt pretty much the same thing. It's an old woman. So the girlfriend looks down at her arms and stuff, and she says that she started to turn into a skeleton like her arms started to wither away and she was becoming old and she was slowly um <laughs> becoming yeah basically becoming a, a skeleton or something like that now this is interesting and this is very interesting because this is pretty standard for um you know the psychedelic shaman shamanic uh tradition right there that's what happens right listen to jordan peterson listen to him talk about the shamanic traditions and everything this is that's exactly what's supposed to happen this is exactly what happens when you when you trip you know when you when um when you take psychedelics you know you you go through this experience this experience of dying or whatever um or becoming old you know he talks about like crazy even crazier things you know that people have experienced like um anyways the point is is it was uh it was it was pretty standard for what you would expect out of a trip but it was interesting that it was happening to the girl so strongly and that she was having such strong visuals um the girlfriend likes to say that she doesn't have that many visuals and for the most part she doesn't but every once in a while she does have some strong visuals and this was a good example of her having um strong visuals you know so this entity woman comes over her 
she gets some of these um, visual visions and stuff like that, and like I said, I can see it too, and so um, from there, uh, from there, um, it was pretty quick, I was able to get rid of the entity pretty quickly and i i I did see you know here's an interesting thing i want to i do want to make a point of this when she was getting old and seeing her arms turn to bones and everything like that i also saw her getting down i guess the colors were changing around her she turned blue she turned very icy colored blue and she was looking like she was getting skinnier. Um, that's what I saw. I didn't see her become bone or anything like that. <clears throat> but I definitely did see a very similar reaction that she was going through. Um, I saw something that would be in line with what she was seeing. So, anyways, um, the rest of the night went fairly good. I did at one point in time see another something on top of her that was something like a fox mask or a wolf mask over the top of her face, over the girl's face. Um, It was very brief, very short, but I looked at it and I was like, huh, that's interesting. She's kind of got like a a fox wolf looking mask thing over the top of her face. So... Anyways, and then the, that was the end of that trip for the most part. We ended up uh, we ended up sobering up about the time that we should sober up, and then I think we just went straight to bed. And so, um, the next day for the girlfriend, you know, she had a lot to contemplate and think over, and I had to go over it with her because there were some timing issue things that she had. Um, for her, she didn't experience time the same way I did. Um, I experienced time very linearly. It was all pretty normal and everything, but uh, I get the feeling she was doing a few slight loops. Um, I, don't, I don't know if they were if they were loops, but there there was definitely a rearranging of time in her mind. Her mind did not uh, perceive time the same way that I did. That's for sure. And so that was something uh, that we went over and had to debate about for a while i had to explain to her because she was trying to say when she saw the um the snake over me when she saw the snake over me and i had to explain to her when i was uh talking and about god and when i wasn't talking about god when the woman showed up and when the song played and all those things i had to explain to her all those things together so um Anyways, that was that trip. Um, Let's take a quick break right here. I'll come back and I'll tell you about my next trip, which I had just a few days ago. And it was a pretty big one. And, uh, you know, if you're... If you... Well, anyways, we'll just get in. We'll just get into it here after, after we come back from the break. I'll be right back. One last thing before um, before I move on to the next trip. On that last trip, um, after we left, so the next day, I think it was the next day. Well, anyways, basically the next day when the girlfriend went to leave, she had collected some pretty rocks that she had found, you know, around the camper and everything like that. And 
as she went to leave, she said she kind of like was speaking to the spirit of the forest. And she said, thank you. And when she said thank you, like, there was no wind at all around. And all of a sudden, there was, like, this big old rustle in the leaves of the trees. And, like, a bunch of, like, um, leaves, like, fell down. And it was only in a very specific, like, place, like, right in front of us. And I don't know. It was, like, blatantly obvious that (laughs) she... Like, the girlfriend was talking to that Native American woman from the trip, and the Native American woman was talking back. (laughs) Like, I don't know how else to describe it. I don't know how else to say it. But uh, it was something like that. It was, uh, you know, it it was very visual, and it was very, like, there was this, like, this feeling that came over you, you know, when, when it happened and it it was pretty obvious. Like, I mean, it was, it was obvious enough that I, you would have a hard time convincing, convincing me that it, that it was just some sort of coincidence that the leaves happened to fall at that exact moment in time, you know, or a gust of wind happened to come by just at that time to cause that to happen. It, it just, it, the timing was too perfect, you know, so, and, and the feeling too, there was also a feeling associated with it, but anyways, so <clears throat> let's move on to the next trip. Now, I talked about how I was talking about fundamentals, uh, or fundamentalists, yeah, uh, biblical fundamentalism, basically, on the last trip. So, on this next trip, it was just me. I decided to trip alone, and I took a little bit more. I think I took three grams. Yeah, I took three grams. So, it was a good five-gram trip. It felt felt like a five-gram trip, although... I don't know. It felt a little under a five gram trip too. It felt right close to a five gram trip, but not quite. You know, I didn't go anywhere crazy, but it was it was good. I had a lot of visuals, um, and um, my mind was very malleable and uh, expanded, and um, I was definitely working with it. So it was it was a good one. What we ended up doing for funsies, this was kind of cool. <laughs> Um, I decided to put on nothing but ocean scenes, nothing but ocean, like on my computer, we ended up playing like underwater ocean sounds. And then on the TV, we put on a basis, basically just ocean scenes, just fish swimming around dolphins, whales, um, just all sorts of stuff like that, you know, octopuses and stuff, and, and the TV was playing the music, you know, it, it was just some light, you know, just really light, uh, easy listening, like, basically sleeping music, so that's on the TV, and then over on the computer is, is the underwater sounds, in the hookah, I actually got the hookah back out, on the previous trip I didn't have the hookah out, but on this trip I got the hookah back out, and I put dye in the water of the hookah, blue, like this really, really blue, blue water. Um, and I have a lot of like aquatic looking things already in here anyways. I mean, one of the paintings I have is uh, this painting of Jesus and the disciples on a boat in a storm, you know. So um, the place already feels, you know, I like to sit there and I like to say the... You know, the trip room feels like a, um, 
it, it feels like a spaceship, but at the same time, it can feel like an it can feel like an underwater craft. You know, it feels like a yeah, it feels like a craft that can move through, you know, space and time and water and dimensions and so that that's the whole point of the trip room being what the trip room is you know is you you set up your trip room so that way it can transport you to where you need to be transported or where you want to be transported to i have a um i also have a blanket that's uh it's it's this turquoise and blue colors and it has fish scales on it (laughs) so i had that out and i was wrapping myself up in that uh very um so er- everything put together was it was working good. I even have I have some seashells and I've got these um these like clam shells, these very big they're they're pretty huge. They're I mean, they're like the size of your hand, these giant seashells that I got, clam shells. And um so anyways, so all this is playing and I take the mushrooms, and I do a lot better this time than I have on the previous times of just laying down for a while. So I laid down on the couch, and I was watching the TV, and I I took off my glasses, and that's one thing I really, really like about um, the mushrooms is is, uh, I can take off my glasses, and I can see just as good as with my glasses on. So anyways, took off my glasses, laid there, I closed my eyes, and I... I kept my eyes closed for probably a good hour. Yeah, probably a good hour, I'd say. Um, Now, the whole time I was in my head, I was talking to... Mostly, I I was just talking to myself. But at one point in time, I was talking to a, a feminine something. I don't know. Um... Spirit, I don't know, spirit sounds bad, but I was talking to this feminine thing and this feminine voice in my head, and um, we were just uh, just talking about God, you know, mostly talking about God, trying to figure it out, trying to figure out ways in which, you know, it can all work, you know, part of part of putting all this together is taking all the clues and everything and trying to form an image of um, a God that actually would work and would and could exist and does exist you know what i mean and so you're trying to trying to find the attributes of god that you know that are that are real and would fit in with this world and and would completely make sense and so anyways so you're finding these attributes i'm playing through them and eventually i'm just kind of like what I really would like to do is I'd really like to quiet my mind. That was one of the things I really asked for. As I said, I'd really like to just kind of quiet my mind for a little bit and just kind of just kind of let it go. So anyways, um, I ended up getting up and I ended up coming over and sitting with the girl. The girlfriend was working on some of her art stuff, um, um, some of her tattoos. She's uh, she, I don't know if I said this recently but she's become a tattoo artist she got her tattoo license and she's been doing tattoos and so anyway she was working on some of uh, a tattoo that she had to do uh coming up and um she was also just working on some artwork and stuff like that and so i came and i sat down next to her and i was sat down where the hookah is and smoking the hookah on the um on the table and 
we start I start kind of I don't remember exactly how I got to it, but I started talking about biblical stuff and I started coming up with the idea, you know, why is God why is God in the Old Testament say I am? You know, why does he call himself I am? Now it's an interesting phrase. I started listen I started, you know, stripping everything away and saying, Okay, what what about that phrase? Um, because I I had had the previous thought that the only thing that you can really say for certain, you know, some people think that like this world's an illusion and everything you see in front of you is an illusion. Um, while I don't buy into that, what you can do though is you can sit there and you can think, how do you know that anything else around you or anything else anybody else says is real or anything? You know, if you strip it away, what do you truly know? What do you truly know about anything? You know, you sit there and you can say, oh, this feels real. This looks real. This, the only thing you can say for certain about anything is you can say that you exist. That's the only thing that you can say. You know, anything else is speculation or it's, you know, ultimately, like I'm pushing this to the extreme. You have to understand this is what you do on mushrooms, obviously. This is what you do when you're on psychedelics. You're you're pushing an idea to its extreme. You know, everything else is labeled. Everything else has a name that you're trying to do to put to it to try to make some sort of sense out of it. You know, that's a dog. You know, like you, you're the one who's labeled that thing a dog, you know, or society or culture or whatever. It doesn't matter. You can choose to call it whatever you want. And, but you're also trying to put it in a box, a conceptualization of what it is, you know, it's the same thing with God, you know, it's like you're trying to conceptualize something, you know what I mean? In the Bible, I think that when he says, I am, it's because it's the only thing that we can understand about him. You know, it's also the only thing that you can understand about yourself, which is really interesting. This is why I sit there and Jesus says, you know, look, the kingdom of heaven is both inside and out, right? It's both within and without. So the thing about it is... Like, just say it out loud. Just say, I am, right? That's a pretty powerful statement, you know? And that's a statement that you can say. You can say that. And you can say that and you can be completely honest and truthful about it, right? To yourself, you know? Anything else, right? Like, someone else comes up to you and says that they exist or whatever. You can debate that because you don't know for certain, you know, if they do or if they don't. Everything else, everything can be an illusion to you. Everything can be an illusion to you. But you can always say, and this would always be 100% true, I am. You could say, I am. I exist. No matter what happens, no matter what comes about around you, if the floor all of a sudden falls out in front of you, or if all of a sudden you close your eyes and you're in a, and then open them and you're somewhere else, it doesn't matter. No matter what, you can say, I am. It's a it's a truthful statement, you know. Um, and so then I sit there and I thought about this. I've always thought about. I have this image in my in my mind of basically the first human that realized he exist existed. The first human that like looked up at the stars and was like, 
oh shit, I'm, I'm here, me, you know, uh, me, I exist, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a powerful thought and a powerful thing that you can have in your mind. I, I just pictured a guy at night, you know, just a, you know, a 30 something year old man or whatever, maybe a 20 year old something man, you know, um, just the first human, right? The first one that actually the, the change from when, you know, if you believe in evolution, then you would say it's the, it's the first thing when it clicked over where someone realized, you know, that they existed. Cause the difference between a human and an animal, right? The thing that we have that's different than them is we realize that we exist we realize that there's a future that there's a past you know this is what jordan pearson talks about this is the scales falling from your eyes in the um in the story of genesis with adam and eve right so when you read the bible and everything like this you can easily take the story of genesis and turn it into this really really strong metaphor for basically what the first human realized when he became, you know, <clears throat> um, aware, self-aware, you know, that's what it is. You become self-aware. You're like, I am, I am, you know, that's why it's so strong. That's why it's, that's why in the Bible they say, you know, that we are made in the image of God, Right. Because that's what it is. That's the image. The image is I am. You realize you exist. You can say that. You can say that. And it's not wrong. It's not it's not blasphemy. It's not uh it's not it's not anything against against uh against God or in you know, it's it's a it's an absolutely a hundred percent true statement. I am. So anyways, so you realize how it was in the beginning, right? So in Genesis, right, there's basically before they realize that I am, before they realize that they exist, then they're just like the animals, right? So if you, once again, if you believe in evolution or something like that, you know, you don't have to, you, you, you can believe whatever you want to believe. You want to be a new earth creationist or you want to be an evolutionist, it doesn't matter. The story still works. It still works either way. At one point in time, you were like, you know, there was, there were just animals, basically. And then there's a, something happened. That's the eating of the fruit, which you can just take as a metaphor if you want in the Bible. Or you can take it as a literal thing. It doesn't matter. Either way, something happens is the point. Something happens. And then after that, Adam is self-aware. Adam is aware that he exists. And now he has to you know, worry, because, because you, once you realize that you exist, you also realize that you want to keep existing, (laughs) you know what I mean, you realize, that's, that's the thought of death, that's the figuring out of death, that you, that this place, in this place, you die, you know, so this is, this is what Genesis is talking about, you know, it's like, you realize you're gonna die, right, as soon as you do that, as soon as you realize that you're going to die, now you're going to fight. You have to fight and you have to struggle and you have to till the ground because you are going to have to work to stay alive. That's what it is. That's what happens. That's why God curses Adam to, 
you know, work the field to till the soil to grow his own food. Because what the human is doing now, now that the human is self-aware, now that we're self-aware, we have to work for the future in order to stay alive, right? Because we want to be comfortable and we want to stay alive. So, anyways, uh, it's pretty powerful. The, the, <laughs> you have to realize all this stuff that I'm saying right now is was all the stuff I was talking about on the Mushrooms with the Girlfriend. And basically, I'm, I'm sitting there smoking the hookah and I'm talking to this. The whole time I'm having crazy visuals of my hookah kept growing in size and shrinking, kept getting bigger and smaller and all sorts of stuff like that. And um, the girl had a few funny looking things come over her, you know, nothing, nothing crazy. Um, at one point in time I was sitting on the ground, I was looking at her and she was smoking the hookah and she looked like a, uh, I don't know, Native American woman, I guess. Not the same Native American woman from the last trip, but she, she just looked, uh, she looked Native American, you know, and very old, old and wise kind of, but anyways, so I'm talking about the I am thing with her, and I'm also talking about the sin and the fall of man and everything. Now, if you want to, if you want to take this into consideration of the balance of the planet, right? Why is there a Garden of Eden in the first place? You know, there's a Garden of Eden in the first place because everything is just as God intends it and plans it to be right i sit there like i said we were watching these underwater ocean you know scenes and everything like that and as you're looking at it you know um the animals the fish and uh the sea life and everything like that we were watching some sea lions and we were watching some dolphins and whales as well and as they're all interacting they just do what they do and they live they do what they do and when it's their time to go they go because nothing there is trying to you know kill them out of spite or malice or anything like that you know it's just their instincts everybody's you know when the dolphin has to eat it's time for them to eat so they you know go and find some food and they eat, and if that fish dies, it's his time to die. If it does, if it doesn't die, if it gets away, it was, you know, hey, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to live longer. You know, there's no worry of the future or of the past. This is why Jesus says, you know, like uh, the 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 fish, the birds of the air, and everything. They don't they don't care. They don't, you know, they don't they don't worry about tomorrow. You know. They worry. They they're just going from moment to moment in their in their lives, and they're just staying alive, you know. And it it provides this beautiful image, you know. As you're looking at it, as you're looking at this image, you know. As I'm looking at these uh, movies on the screen, these um, these underwater scenes, these animals are just beautiful. I mean, like some of them are so beautiful, like the fish that are just all sorts of crazy colors and have crazy patterns on them and so that's what paradise was like that's what the garden of eden was like is we're humans in the garden of eden and there's a balance there's just a balance and it just it stays because that's how god intends it as soon as the this is the fall of man as soon as man realized 
that, oh shit, I'm alive and I could die tomorrow. So I want to prevent that, right? As soon as they try to prevent that, then they throw things off balance. They go and they gather more berries than we were supposed to. This is like this is like the overfishing problem. This is why we in um, you know right now we have an overfishing problem. We go and we fish for so much food that we take away too much food and we end up wasting a lot of food. You know we end up wasting and um, and we're all sitting there trying to store up the food for tomorrow. You know, I mean, you have a pantry, right? So you have food for tomorrow because you don't go out today like the do- like the animals do. The animals go out when they're hungry and they just go get some food. They don't, you know, the wolf doesn't, you know, bring the carcass of the deer back, <laughs> try to freeze it, you know, in the snow or something like that so it can eat it tomorrow. No, it just eats all the food then that it has. And then it, when it's the next time for it to go out and hunt, it goes out and hunts, right? So this is the difference. This is that knowledge of the future, you know, that we have that the animals don't have. And that's the separation between the Garden of Eden and then the fall of man, which causes the unbalance of the world, you know. So now the world is unbalanced. It's not how God intends it to be, you know, necessarily. Although there's the idea that just, you know, God has ultimate sovereignty and he made us to know about the future anyways. And so, but anyways, the point is, the point is where the fall of man is basically the the changeover. The, the change from not knowing about the future to knowing about the future. And so that's the, uh, that's the sin, that's the... That's what uh, Genesis is talking about. So, like I said, I think the first person, I think this is what, I think the I am. Here, we're going to get back to the I am real quick. I think this is kind of the idea I was coming up with on the mushrooms was it's a, oh, how to put it? It's a realization of responsibility, right? You exist, right? I exist, right? So what am I supposed to do if I exist? You know what I mean? Now, if you're an animal, you just do what your instincts tell you. But us humans don't do that. Us humans don't do what our instincts tell us. In fact, there are some like we fight against our instincts constantly, you know, and we push against that and there are things that we want that we go for even further you know jesus says you know the the law is written on your heart right so what is in your heart this is also why he says doesn't don't judge you know someone's heart they might have something different on their heart than you have on your heart you know so all you have to worry about that's what jesus is saying is just worry about yourself you know what i mean <laughs> I don't know. There are arguments against this, but this is where I was going with it on the trip. I was going with the idea that basically, you know, worry about yourself, you know, do what's on your heart. You know, if it's on your heart to be, uh, you know, kind or nice or, you know, to do things for certain people and everything and, you know, be honest with yourself, you know, and the more you know, obviously, the the better but you know be honest with yourself and um 
And this ultimately, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna conclude with one last thing here. This is, this is kind of like you see, I've taken a lot of things. I'm kind of trying to put a picture together here. So, the final thing is, and I've said this before on my other trips. This is something I learned really early on on my trips, right? Or something that I came up with. And it's really powerful, and I think it's true. I, it's, it's one of the, it's, it's pretty damn close to one of the things I think is true. I think that when you die, when they talk about the judgment in the Bible, when they talk about the judgment, I think that you are the judge. I think you are going to judge yourself, okay? You're going to look at your life and you're going to say, you know, whether or not you think that you did the right thing or did the wrong thing, you know? It's going to be you. You're going to be the one that has to judge because... Because God has to be fair, right? Now, if you don't know you're supposed to do something or not supposed to do something, if you don't know that, like, okay, you were you were supposed to, I don't know, I can't think of a good example right now, but but if 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 you know you're supposed to do something, you know, and you don't do it, you're the one who knows, you know. But if you don't know you're supposed to do something, then how could anybody say fairly that you were supposed to do that? You know, you can't say that. You can't say, you know, you were supposed to do that. I didn't know I was supposed to do that. Why in the world was I supposed to do that? Nobody told me I was supposed to do that. You know, you can say that. You can say that. I think it's a, I think it's a strong, um, well, it's a strong line of logic, basically saying that when you die you're going to judge yourself so right if you sit there and you've gone through your whole life and you've said to everybody look you have to always do this or you have to always do that right and then basically god's going to say you said you said you're the one who said that everybody has to do that and you didn't do that so then What's the deal? You know, that's you being hypocritical and everything like that. And so, and you'll know that. You'll know that because you'll have to speak the truth, right? So, you know, I, I think when you're in God's presence, you you won't be able to lie. You know, it's just it's going to be too overwhelming. You're going to have to tell the truth. And so what's going to happen is, is, you know, you're going to sit there and you're going to say, you know, all the things that you think are right and all the things that you think are wrong and then you're going to look at your life and then if you sit there and realize you were doing wrong or you were doing right you're gonna you know have to adjust accordingly you know um have to either forgive yourself or let go or realize that you're the one who does it Something like that. I don't know. I don't know exactly, you know, obviously, but it's the line of reasoning I have. And like I said, I, I think it's a really, really strong idea. And I think it's the strongest idea I've had on the mushrooms. I think it holds out. I think everything points to that. All my experiences on the mushrooms have kind of pointed to that. It's like you're in control. You're the one who's going to have to deal with it. You know, you're going to have to deal with your own BS, your own bullshit. You know, you're the one who's going to have to, you know, don't worry about other people. 
because someone else might not know what you know or someone else might think differently than you think. You know, they might have a different idea of right and wrong, you know, um, most of us agree, obviously most of us agree altogether on what's right and wrong, but if someone doesn't know something, doesn't know the difference between right and wrong, then how can, how can God fairly judge them on whether they did the right thing or didn't do the right thing? Well, the only way he could do that, the only way that God could be fair, um, and remember, God's perfect, so God's, God's judgment has to be perfectly fair. Right? So the only way that he could possibly do that is to go off of what you know, off of what you did. Do you know what you did? You know? If you do, then, you know, you have to deal with it. If you didn't know what you had to do, then it ain't going to be a problem. So, anyways. I hope that made sense. Um, Anyways, uh, we'll bring this one to a close. Oh, one last thing that happened on that trip. Before... The trip went off pretty good for the most part. Uh, Like I said, I just sat around, talked with her. A couple objects grew and shrank in the room and everything. Mostly, I was deep diving in my head to get this stuff, um, these ideas. The idea of I am out, the idea of Adam realizing who he is and everything like that. And the responsibility of, you know, you on yourself. You know what I mean? It's in your heart. It's in your heart. So that that was kind of the things that I first got but the last thing that happened is once the trip was over, I went to bed. We went to bed. We went into the bedroom. I laid down. And as I was falling asleep, I didn't – my body fell asleep, but I remained completely conscious. It was really strange. It was really strange. The body completely stopped moving and was just laying there. <clears throat> and I was – and I wasn't – it was weird because I didn't think I was high anymore. It had been, it'd been like a really, really long time. It had been way more than four hours. <sighs> By the time I laid down in bed, it had probably been five hours. And I ended up laying in bed. As I'm laying in bed, I was conscious still for probably another good three or four hours afterwards you know my body was laying there and my body was asleep and wasn't moving at all and i was just kind of hovering over my body and i could even hear my body thinking like i could hear my mind thinking you know the eyes were closed on my body and no visuals i wasn't getting any visuals but for some reason i could feel myself above the bed you know i could feel myself above myself you know at the same time i could still feel myself it was it was it's so hard to describe i don't know how to describe this experience here um it was very it was very strange i didn't even know what was going on but but basically you know i was conscious above my my sleeping body and um, it lasted a good probably three hours or so. And then finally I ended up, you know, was asleep asleep. But very strange, very strange and interesting um, experience. Um, but uh, anyways, so, oh, shout out to uh, Nikki 
for um, saying hi on the Discord channel. Thank you very, very much. And thank you for your trip report. I listened to Nikki's trip report. Nikki's trip report was amazing, and I, I love to hear about that kind of stuff. She had an ocean-themed <laughs> experience as well, although she was on an island in a beach, uh, you know, in the ocean, and there was a boat, and it was all sorts of cool stuff. She had her, her trip with her boyfriend, and uh, that sounded really cool. That was awesome. Um, so I love to hear that. I loved uh, love getting... Um, compliments thank you guys so so much for those um i really appreciate it it really gives me motivation you know to to pump out another episode you know when i get those and so um thanks guys very much uh once again i apologize for that last episode i didn't realize the audio was so bad on that last episode that kind of upsets me so um hopefully uh hopefully this one's fixed and then hopefully uh from now on i won't have that problem anymore but um anyways uh thanks very much guys uh if you guys uh can put a rating you know if you made it to the end here if you can you know give the podcast a a rating of some kind uh, you know whatever app you're on a thumbs up or uh you know a review or whatever you know that would help out you know just to keep it spreading out a little bit i guess uh you know we'll see we'll see i like doing this I think I, you know, I told you guys from the beginning, you know, really this is mostly for me to go back and listen to eventually, you know. I've tried going back and listening to some of the earlier trips, and uh, it's always interesting when I do, because I'm like, huh, wow, I completely forgot about that, you know. <laughs> um, so, thank you guys very much. You guys have a wonderful, uh, wonderful day, wonderful night. Bye.